Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Feeling pretty good. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 hi, everybody. Hi, hello, everyone. Hello. My (laughs) name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. We got a third one. I'm Robert Evans. Yeah. 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 And we just watched... The Pizza Gate Massacre. Oh, St- yeah. Yeah. Oh. Starring <laughs> Militia Seth Rogen. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Militia starring Rogen. Militia Seth Rogen. <laughs> Lizard Illuminati. Toots Pizza out of Austin, Texas. Yet no one's looking into it. No FBI, no ATF, no one. The government's hiding something. leave your camera behind it looks suspicious if we even live to see this footage it'll be bigger than you or me i guess we'll get into spoilers for that but his parentage is a fun detail this oh, story yeah. just oh, yeah. drops on you yeah um first of all yeah. robert i just want to thank just you just lob for... that shit at you like a cinder block <laughs> sorry <Dave. laughs> no, i was just i was just thanking our guest for being on robert you told us about this film yeah. i didn't know anything about yeah. this film I, I it's like normally you guys have producers who who back the patreon to do a thing but i basically robbed you of of a podcast like this Actually, is this is like an armed podcast robbery yeah forced kinda. you to watch the piece of gate massacre well, here's the thing this is it's going like up ar- it's like an armed donation yeah, yeah it's like if you donation. kicked in the door <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got an I, idea. The thrift I think, store and, and made us take a couch. Mm-hmm. We're we're putting this up on like Monday, and honestly, this weekend nothing's really coming out. Yeah. So it was like, oh shit. Well, this is yeah, this works. Uh, I was I was like right after Thanksgiving, just kind of like fucking around, watching with a, a friend, and turned on like. Uh, Amazon and for whatever reason like this was the first movie it suggested to me which I'm sure is because of all of the microphones everywhere I was about to <laughs> I was, say I was gonna say I think I can think of a few reasons yeah. why Amazon would suggest this movie and honestly one of the things that makes me happy about this is that I decided to watch it because with a title like the Pizzagate Massacre 99% of movies that would have a title like that, I would not want to watch, right? They would mm-hmm. not be any good. I would that have was gone my first instinct right too. past this for the rest of my life had, yeah. you not to- had you not stopped and said, hey, we should watch this. I decided to watch it because the poster fucking owns. It yes. is it is a great, like classic grindhouse horror poster. It's fucking it, awesome. It is pretty it, wacky. Yeah, yeah, it has like this grindhouse theme throughout, which was yeah. very weird, but it worked well, this, fine. The directors worked with Robert Rodriguez. I don't know yeah. like in what like how closely, but like has worked on Robert Rodriguez. He's his IMDB, some of the things he's oh, credited for that, are like Robert Rodriguez films. That makes sense because Troublemaker yeah. Studios is in Austin. So this guy, like, uh. th- this is a this is a dude who has not directed a film before, but has done like, has been like, you know, done done like camera shit and whatnot, and worked on a number of films. And clearly knows what he's doing. 
Um, right. and this he, is John Valley, by the way. John Valley. He's in the movie. I'm yeah, pretty he sure he's the, the <laughs> Not main have villain. Enough money for enough characters. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't. Yeah. Maybe he's the villain. I don't know. I, I don't know. I. Th- yeah. I, let me. Let me look. I. I, but I was going to say, is he Philip? Is he Side Thorn? Philip. He's Philip. Yeah. Oh, he is the bad guy. He is oh, Side yeah. Thorn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's he's amazing in this. Then. He, then he's actually a pretty he's a perfectly adequate actor too. Um, yeah. But it's a it's an ultra low budget film. It's like a five figure movie. I would be shocked if this was over much over fifty thousand because like really a couple of set rentals are the only thing that I see because otherwise it's like random parts of the street. Yeah. A, a, a dirt Some, road in the middle of nowhere. Somebody's a, house. A house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the big set is the which I don't actually think cost them much. The big the uh, the so should we actually I don't know you guys do this I don't what should we just go over the movie before we get into this? We might yeah, want to go over the movie a yeah, little bit yeah, first. It's, it's it's most people this movie it's available for rent on VOD. We watch it via Amazon as Robert mm-hmm. said, but uh, yeah, it's this is like we said it's a very new film, so it's. Entirely possible. Well, not possible. It's uh, likely that most people listening to this episode have not seen or even heard yeah. of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the director is a transplant to Austin. Who Austin had like Infowars is based out of Austin. Austin has a huge conspiracy scene, and Austin is like an hour ish, two hours from Waco, and there's like a big like both big militia kind of lunatic scene out there, and like a, a deep conspiracy scene, and this guy kind of made this movie as, uh, I don't know what the, what the right term is. It's really more of an analysis of, like, how it works. Like, because he really kind of lays out yeah. the way that, like, the conspiracy industry sort of functions in, in Texas in particular. It's um, a pretty grim film f- in terms bleak. of that. Yeah, because it's w- it's... The 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 name the title makes it seem like oh is this like a documentary what is this or is this some it, wacky film where like I thought it was gonna be oh pizza it's a film where the premise is PizzaGate's real and our heroes have to stop it right um, and lo- I'm very glad it never does that, that. is not what it is yeah, yeah. No. It, it is it is satirical but yes it's not like goofy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is it is I would it is in elements kind of close to a work of like journalism um yeah. there's there's such a degree of because the basic plot is that this lady this young woman who is working for this world's alex jones who is played by a woman who has the same attitude uh like, like it, 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 she's playing dr La- uh, she's playing um alex jones but with the persona of dr laura almost mm. um which is a fun mix she's a good character um yeah but terry the, lee terry is lee is the character's name yeah and yeah. so one of our main characters is a young journalist who, like, hears her talking about Pizzagate, like that this rumors that there's this pizza house in Austin where all the Democratic elites are molesting and eating children. She goes on a big rant about it. This journalist decides to investigate and she picks this militia nut who, like, pulls a gun on a crowd of protesters. That's our introduction to the to the mo- yeah. to the other main characters. He, like, pulls a gun on a crowd of unarmed protesters who and are protesting like, Alex Jones. He's like a dipshit about it. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. He's a dipshit, but they also there's I mean, there's some good character stuff in this. They also establish early on. He's like very fast on the draw. Like, that's one of the things is he's, he's he's a dipshit who's extremely competent with with guns. Yeah. Um, and he's a very scary character as a result of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's extremely yeah, they, frightening. That's one they of the, Yeah. Just real quick. One of the things I appreciated and was honestly very surprised uh, about about this movie, it's like we were saying, like with the title, like Pizzagate Massacre, mm-hmm. and the poster, it you were expecting 
something that's either really, really like a spoof or mm-hmm. something that's like satire in the vein of like Adam McKay, where it's going to yeah. be really, really preachy to a uh, like a, like its own echo chamber. But this movie is like surprisingly complex yes. in yes. terms of what it's saying about yeah. conspiracy culture. It, it reminded yeah. me of, did you guys ever see Death of a President? No. no. That was a movie I rolled my eyes at when I first saw it. It's, um, was made in 2006, and it's a fake documentary about the assassination of George Bush. And you think like, oh, why do we need that? And it turns out to just be this kind of complex um, look at like Islamophobia is the yeah. idea. Is that the idea is that what happens after the assassination and what yeah. happens to the world and so on. So it reminds me of that because it has this like, yeah, it has sort of this promise, this pizza yeah. game stuff that you're like, ah, oh, crap. Like, uh, oh no, they're gonna they're gonna try yeah. to bank off of this idea. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, this is actually it's what you're saying, Tom. It's not it's not some like a parody. It's it's actually pretty complex in how it's depicting yeah. the characters and the situation. And the the last like the 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 their uh, their search to try to unravel the real Pizzagate ends with them a bunch of people getting murdered, right? Yeah. And there is never a hint from the movie that like this conspiracy might be real. That like there's an actual Pizzagate. It's just a bunch of people getting shot because they're all jumpy and armed and kind of marginal people, like right. in kind of weird. Uh, like everything kind of happens. One of the things I love about how this is shot, and it shows that like this guy has really knows the Austin area is there's not really shots of like the shots you would expect of going into Waco, going into Austin. You would do this like establishing shot of like the river area, probably in Waco or of like downtown Austin, sixth street. That's generally how like you introduce, especially a city like Austin. That's a famous city. You put that in a movie, you're going to see the famous Austin things. Everything you see from Austin and Waco is like strip malls and like houses kind of on the edge of town and like um, right. the establishing shot we get of Austin is way, way outside of Austin yeah. on like an off ramp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like the highways. Like, yeah, and, and it's a really like lived in view of Austin. It's like the shit you actually see if you lived in live in Austin. It's like the little like the stores and in, in, in like kind of neighborhoods where everything's a little bit run down and the streets are cracked and like you're not. It's a very it, it like all of these people are on the margins and all of these people are like s- the only thing that they have in common is they all have guns. Like almost everyone we meet in this movie is packing. Yeah. Which yep. is also very <laughs> Texas. They don't make a big deal about it. But like a huge chunk of the plot is that all these people are on edge and armed. And so people keep dying. And it's it's good. It's a yeah. Good movie. yeah. It's uh yeah, it's it's definitely done in a like it, it, it has to sort of walk that line between like it's silly. Yeah. They're silly characters, um, but it is yeah. very dark, uh, and I think they do a pretty damn good job at it. Yeah. The only thing that was like that, what a weird scene was the the highwayman, <laughs> the the dude who pretends yeah. to be. Uh, that that was the only part that was like, what a weird, what a weird way of doing that. I get why it exists in the movie. I'm just yeah. curious about that man's life. The man who yeah. pretends to old in the middle of the road yeah. and pretends to be old with a walker yeah. and a dirt road. Yeah. I'm not saying in this in the world of this movie, it's not like yeah. it wasn't believable. It's a honeypot, um, Dave. It's a mm-hmm. classic honeypot. Yeah. It's a classic honeypot. The honey old pot. man honeypot. The old man honeypot. Yeah. Wish yeah. you could. He... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, I mean he is the old man honeypot, like who pulls a gun on our protagonist and then gets yeah. murked. Because the thing that is established about our protagonist is that. 
He only ever shoots people when they're trying to shoot him, but he shoots every single right. person who tries to shoot him. Like, and yeah, it's, it, we, it's yeah, and with, via that paintball training yeah. thing we see up front, it's we learn that not only that, but he's also like good. Like yes. he's good. This is a the, thing he's genuinely good yeah. at. Big and foreshadowing is, there. Yeah. yeah. He's a there, and again, there's this weird mix of wacky because the sh- the movie just drops on you, like in, like that he's David Koresh's son. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's the son of the Branch Davidian leader. Yeah, it was amazing. And it, like, he never really knew him because they all got murdered, but it like fucked him up and shit. Yeah. Um, they do and, a lot of drops like that later when yeah. he has to take off his shirt it's just like <laughs> yeah. oh shit he's, he's got the he, uh yeah fucking... what's what's key is you use the term protagonist and not hero and that's yeah, important for people to hero. understand but he's is also that, not sorry well, he, oh no i think I, we're gonna say the same thing he's yeah. not a two-dimensional character no uh, he's very because when we meet him, he's going along to investigate this thing, but he's also like really angry at the Alex Jones lady. He's like disillusioned and kind of getting out of the con- – well, we don't know if he's entirely getting out of conspiracy, but he's getting out of the chunk of the conspiracy culture that he'd been in. He has recognized that this Alex Jones lady is like conning him and right. had, like has been lying to him and everybody else. And he's he's in this like period of trying to figure shit out. And we learn there's a scene after he kills a shitload of people at the Pizzagate restaurant. He's on the run and he breaks into the house of this elderly black couple. Um, And he's injured and he at gunpoint makes the woman dress his wounds and she's about to take his shirt off and he like warns her, hey, I I need to tell you that like I I need to tell you that like there's you're going to see some stuff on my body and that's not me anymore. And she takes his shirt off and there's like a huge swastika eagle tattoo on his chest. Um, And it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, (laughs) it's uh, what we thought about this guy. But I don't know. It's the yeah. Well, they circle that idea for a while. Uh-huh. He's definitely it's it's interesting because this movie almost feels like an appeal to people who might be in a militia at the same time. Like yeah. it's it's it yes, it's painting them as silly, but not malicious in general. Um and this character is he's silly, but he he's like like you said, he's in a period of transition where yeah. like the the this reporter, it's basically this reporter uh, who works at this Alex Jones place goes to him and is like, I want you to come with me to Austin. I want protection. I'm going to see if this um, pizza place is actually like filled with lizard people who are eating kids and whatnot. And it always feels like she doesn't quite believe it either, but she's, she's the weirdest character because like the whole time you kind of feel like she has an ulterior motive, but then she yeah. doesn't really. I think she does. I think she does. I think that's part of the film that's meant to not be easily interpreted. Yeah. The idea is maybe she's ambitious as a reporter. Yeah. She wants to get her hooks into this idea. But the point is she's she's black. And yeah. so there's this moment where she looks at his van and is like, hey, what the fuck? Because he has Confederate plates. And mm-hmm. I really like that part because he tries to defend it for a second. Yeah. And, and then, then they hard just... cut to him going, I'm sorry, all right, I'm yeah. sorry. It's yeah. like, we'll just switch it out with the one in the front. He's like, the one in the front has a flag on it, too. Listen, yeah. it came in a two-pack. So <laughs> there's, it's, it's, he's, it's very interesting because he's clearly, yeah, he's, the, he's in this place where, like, had this not happened to him yeah. in a few years, he might he be might completely detached. He might have gotten detached. all the way out of it. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, you get the feeling he's not a Nazi anymore. We never see him do anything or say anything racist. And he spends like the whole movie, like with a, a black woman in his car. And he's not none of his none of the things he does that are fucked up are that kind of fucked up. 
He's just always willing, always ready to shoot people. And he does yeah. it often. Um, and he yeah. gets... I mean, I, I think kind of the the journalist character, my, my guess would be, considering how deep this guy's knowledge of conspiracy culture is, is that she's kind of like a Laura Loomer or Millie Weaver stand in who are like two people who are women who are associated with Alex Jones, young women who like made documentaries that are kind of based on them exposing some aspect of the New World Order or something. And they're right. like both grifters. Um, who have like in Loomer's case gotten involved a couple of times with some really sketchy people. And you know, at the end of the movie, her video of this guy's fucking massacre like goes super viral and she gets a job with Alex Jones character who is, you know, who b- becomes a millionaire herself as a result of like all of the the additional attention on them after this. Like the show ends with the worst people in the movie. And it, it's making a clear thing about like like the the, the overall premise is that like this guy is like a fucked up, like very confused person who could have gone a number of different ways with his life, but had these conspiracy people had their hooks in him and he had a bunch of guns. And so it went a very specific, very bad way. Um, And he's certainly not a hero, but the villain is the people dishing out the conspiracy theories and making money on it. Yeah, I think the two we're going to get to the rest of the plot, I I swear. But I I feel like, again, it's a it's it's saying a lot of surprisingly complicated things about conspiracy yeah. culture but it seems like the the firmest argument the film is making is about the predatory nature of this industry yes mm-hmm. uh and also about how any anything any any events any any anything that happens can be twisted to fit that narrative right yeah it's the it's it's like the three-tier system where like you see with the anti-vax stuff mm. where you have like the politicians who like like to entertain the anti-vax stuff but are clearly vaccinated then you have the the like the media level of people who are saying the anti-vax stuff but are vaccinated yeah. like they're there and then you have the true believers under that and those people are very difficult to deal with but they're also they're they're victims in mm-hmm. a lot of ways and that's what they're that seems to be what they're talking about is this mm-hmm. relationship between the media and the true believers yeah because there's a part yeah, near the end where this this woman, this Alex Jones woman, is held at gunpoint and on forced, TV, on yeah. TV, and he's like, "Tell them, tell them there's no no lizard people because there there isn't." And right, she's been, that's and that's the thing he believes. Like it's funny yeah. that he doesn't believe Pizzagate is real, but he does believe that they're lizard people. Right. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's realizing. He says, "Like, are there even lizard people? Yeah. Were are you right about real? that?" Yeah. And she's yeah. at gunpoint, and the as he's like, tell them, the producer is saying, hey, hey, remember your contract to her. Yeah. Remember and they the never business ex- you've built. Yeah, they never explicitly say it, but it's obvious that they're grifters, that they're, yeah. they know exactly. They're not true believers. They're taking advantage of this people. And in what she thinks might be her dying breath, she doesn't confess. Yeah. She says, no, there are lizard people. She says uh, he's a deep state assassin. Yeah. yeah is it's, what she says. <laughs> yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, it is really good. And it's really, I, from a storytelling standpoint, such a, 
an interesting and effortful idea to be like, I'm going to have our protagonist be this former Nazi militia conspiracy weirdo. And his arc is going to be that while he is massacring people, he gets unpilled and realizes that all of this stuff is right. a lie. Like that is a that's a fun and very satisfying character arc to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. Because they, um, they do a situation where you always feel like he's doomed. He always yeah. feels doomed. Uh, and you don't like him again. Mm-hmm. He's the no, protagonist. No, he is not likable. He's not the hero, but he's, you are sad. He's somewhat sympathetic. He's a he is a, he's a little endearing. He is sympathetic. Yeah. That's, he, he's that's, not he's not like a guy you're cheering for, but he's a guy that's he's very pitiable. Yeah, yeah again, he that's I think they designed him really well. Is like yeah. he has reformed from a lot of this stuff. Yeah, he's in a place where you can kind of root for him to continue that path. Yeah, he's never cruel, and he he's never like. Aside from constantly killing people, which is always in immediate self-defense, although he does start the situation like he's never like it's 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 messy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But they're creating a system where he seems like it's not a situation where you're like, oh, he should just die because it really does feel like he has a shot at being a human being. Yeah. And that's and that's why that's where the tragedy comes is that it's this person. Yeah. Kind of coming out from that, and then uh, I mean, people know there's spoilers. Uh, he uh, ultimately gets shot by Alex Jones. By Alex, by Alex Jones. Jones, yeah, by Terry Lee. Yep. Because yeah. everybody's packing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, of course. Yeah, because again, yeah, almost every character we meet in this movie has a gun on them. Yeah, <laughs> and pulls it, <laughs> um, and which is very feel... Texas. Oh yeah, <laughs> you definitely feel bad for him because yeah. I think that's why they added the part where. He 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 was he came straight from Waco, uh, mm-hmm. because like the Koresh stuff, because it's like oh he never had a chance. Yeah, he was born into this. Yeah, and it also this is him like finally thinking for himself. Yeah, yeah. In his it also 20s. it also puts the idea in your mind early on about uh, twisting narratives. Uh, right. Because uh, and, and even when they drop that cinder block of like you're David Koresh's kid, she she says it to him by saying. Yeah, you know, your dad was that guy who set the whole compound on fire. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, watching the thing, I was like, hang on. And mm-hmm. then, of course, like two two sentences later, she's like, of course, it's, it was it could have been the FBI or the ATF that set the thing mm-hmm. on fire. But who knows? Which it was. Of course, yeah, it was. Which it absolutely was. It absolutely was. But like um, the idea of like the narrative can be twisted to fit, what the events can be twisted to fit any narrative. And oh, it yeah. puts that idea in your head early on about and- yeah. The relationship between conspira- the conspiracy culture and the media and the way that, they- yeah. Yeah, and she says to him also, like, you know, they, they raided your dad because there was claims that he was abusing young women. And, like, why aren't they interested in this pizza place with the same allegations? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it makes sense. You're like, but okay, of course I get you're like, like, this dude listens to that argument. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good twisting of logic where it's yeah. like, well, yeah, obviously they... It's a pizza place. I mean, That's there's a why. number of reasons why, <laughs> yeah. uh, including the fact that with children and women were being abused at exactly. the bridge right. yeah. yeah. right. w- yeah. Whereas Pizzagate is a totally yeah. unsubstantiated, yeah. but right. if you're David theory. Koresh's fucking kid living in what is obviously a stolen van, yeah. you get you 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 re- like the, it. It makes sense. Like the logic in the moment is like I get why he listens to this, yeah. right? And it's just a good uh, example of how you can, yeah create these like oh yeah why is it why isn't it like that mm-hmm. you can like kind of twist logic mm-hmm. to make something seem credible or he, mysterious there's also an element of how that 
I mean, the culture cannibalizing itself. Yeah. You know, because as yeah. soon as, like, obviously, as soon as he storms in, we already talked about where she, she, Terry Lee just says he's a deep state assassin. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, his van, Robert just mentioned, he lives in his van. It's like loaded with guns and all this. Uh, it's, he's he has like, to hotwire it to turn it on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, he's like living the lifestyle of, of a, of a militia guy that every, you know, all these, his fellow militiamen and like the Terry Lee character and everything are like, you know, cheering on as like, oh, he's a real American salt of the earth. Like yeah. he's proud of his second amendment rights, et cetera, et cetera. But as soon as, of course they find his van, it just becomes all the stuff that they're just immediately able to use against him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, he's a white nationalist. And like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, yeah. And one of the they, other things I do like about this is we're in this situation now where people Keep, there keep being like different attacks, like the one at the school, which you could kind of call far right that people try to ch- like people want it to be as simple as a white nationalist. Like what what happened at without going into it, like that school shooting is like way weirder shit. It's like really fucking weird, like uh, uh, telegram shit is the I mean, I, there's other like it, it's 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 a weird Internet subculture and it's much more complicated than white nationalists. And that's the case with this guy. Like the 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 things that set him into motion to shoot people is like this mix of a bunch of different, very complicated cultural factors that get wound up in a dude who is really was on the edge of of society to kind of start. Right. And um, the movie, I think the movie does a good job at that because it's not like excusing it. It's not being like, oh, mm-hmm. you see what? The media makes them out to be white nationalists, but they're not. Yeah. There's it's flavors like, no, he had of a white. He had a swastika on his heart, yeah. and like yeah. the other yeah. militia people, and like yeah. there's yeah, there's definitely white nationalists in no. the group. It's uh, just that to meaningfully understand why this happened, you need to know more than that, and that, yeah. that's what I, that's what I like about this. Is it's it's he's not it's, a two dimensional character. Yeah, like and again, part of that is the storytelling where they knew like we can't make this guy just a, a Nazi. Mm. Because then no one's going to want to watch the movie. For sure. Like, you need a character. They they do a good job where they, you know, you got these two characters. And it, I think it's part of why her character, her name's Karen, mm-hmm. um, why her motivations are so hard to pin down at first. Because for a while I thought, like, oh, is she on the inside? Is she trying yeah. to? And, like, you can't quite tell what she wants. But you like her. Um, and, like... She seems nice enough, and that's part of the twist. Is at the yeah. end, it's like she's kind of just she's she's definitely oh, might be, she might be a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like for that ride, she's there to balance him out. Yeah, and then there's sort of the buddy comedy aspect between them. And so, like, even though he's a piece of shit, she doesn't seem like one. And so you are rooting for them, and you want to see what's going to happen. Yeah, throughout the movie, and they do a very good job with that, considering yeah. where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's neat about this. So apparently I read this somewhere that the uh, where they shoot the the Terry Lee show is mm-hmm. the public access studio in Austin where Alex Jones started off. Oh. Like it, it actually is that which I, uh, number one is affordable. And it's what, what this movie does really well is they keep making choices that are like that's a choice made for the budget. And they also it works with the movie. Right. Like the militia in this is like a shit militia. They don't have like body armor. They don't have AR-15s. They've got like shit guns. Like they're wearing like fucking camo and street clothes. Like they're 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 like broke. And obviously that's cheaper to shoot. But also like it works because they're not. Oh, yeah competent like they're not scary they're like they're they're just a bunch of dumb people who don't have a lot of money but do have a bunch of guns 
Yeah, the idea is which he's... makes them scary. In a <laughs> which way. makes them oh, scary. Yeah, yeah. 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 But they're, they're not definitely... scary in like the they're not like in camo and like with like headphones and like talking on like a a comm line and you know they they're not no. like the like the high end militia like no. right. <laughs> they're not they're not they're not they're not John Wick they're toddlers no. with shotguns right. is no. why they're well, scary yeah and <laughs> yeah it, oh absolutely it's, yeah it <laughs> seems like our main character is like a step above you know yeah. um, his name's duncan plump by the way i yeah, feel like duncan that plump. needs to be incredible. mentioned it's, it's and then, amazing yeah and then there's the militia leader mm-hmm. the old man who's yeah. like clearly this has gotten away from him yeah, like this is, this is he's like, clearly been in a militia since the 90s yeah when it was all about getting ready for like i don't know earthquakes or some shit um and yeah, he's, and, yeah. and now it's just like yeah People are clearly they're they're everybody's fighting for the throne. Yeah, um, that's sort of the villain. Villain is Philip. Uh, yeah, who's who trying is, to take over the militia. Yeah, and he's he almost <sighs> yeah. goes with the reporter, and there's uh, and he causes the massacre. Yeah, also that should be noted. Two massacres. Yeah. Two massacres. Yeah, two massacres. That's yeah. part of the um, thing is he's following them as they go to this pizza yeah. place, and then they go in and he follows behind, and he's the one who starts shooting. And it's also unclear, like, yeah, our guy, the protagonist, might have started shooting if Philip hadn't been there, right? Yeah. Like, we really don't know, because the people in the pizza restaurant, the, like, the crew cleaning up, have a gun, and, like, they pull it, and it's, yeah. again, it's this, this like, very smart thing of, like, making a very good point about that's, like, anti-gun and about gun control that doesn't rely on, like, being heavy-handed. It's just pointing out, like, yes... All of these people are like high strung and deeply marginalized by society. And the fact that they all have guns means that people keep getting shot. Right. It's, it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's the es- it's the escalation of force. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a thing you I, you definitely talked about mm-hmm. with all the Portland stuff last year. It's yeah. like, oh, when do the protests get violent? When the cops show up? Yeah, right. when the, when people start display, using weapons on each other. Like, yeah. Right. And it's a, if it's a lot of people, yeah, mm-hmm. on edge who all have firearms yeah, that's that shit's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, and it and it's not. There's no need to. They, there's no need to stop the movie for like a, a a statement about gun control. You get the message by just yeah. watching. Oh, it seems like the fact that everyone has a gun and someone always pulls it means that a lot of people die. Huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I think. <laughs> and in, in, in fact, I think any. Well, except for the first time when it's mm-hmm. with the protesters in the parking yeah. lot. But I think every time. A gun is pulled in this movie. Somebody yeah. gets killed. And that's, yeah. I mean, that there's another point there. It's like the reason no one dies when he pulls a gun on the protesters is the protesters don't pull back. There's no escalation. Right. Like they yeah. de-escalate him. Like there's a very, diff, there's a very, like you see an effort from the protesters to de-escalate the situation and give him a way to get out. And he gets out and nobody gets killed. Right. But the there's... thing that, sorry, Dave, real quick. No, the, no, thing no. That, the thing that I like about that is that they make the protesters look like wieners. Like they don't, yeah. they don't make it look like they're being like saintly or correct no. or anything. They make them look like buffoons when they yeah. do it. But it's, so it's, but that's it's one of the things I really like about the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing it's, they're planting is everybody else is so scared of being a victim. Yeah. And that fear of victimhood results in these situations as well. So like having the protesters, protesters at the beginning sort of just are resigned to being the victim of that situation. Yeah. Uh, and they're ultimately the smartest people. Yeah. In terms of, yeah. Ha- the only dealing people with who do not get it shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no it's it's good and it's i i also there's also really good we'll talk about this when we finally do our prospect review but i i i really appreciate 
when directors and writers are smart about how they use firearms in movies and you 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 learn about the characters through how they handle their guns and more than like a John Wick where like, yeah, he's real good at like moving fast and killing people. Right. There's um one of the things they establish with Philip, the, the bad militia, every time he goes into a clearly dangerous situation where he plans to shoot someone, he doesn't just have to draw. He has to draw and chamber around in his gun. If you are carrying a handgun for self-defense and you actually like are concerned that you may need to use a gun, you would never do that because the gun would have a round in the chamber. That is how most people carry who carry a gun. If you actually think you might get into a gunfight, it is idiotic to not have a round chambered because that is a delay. As I mean, he gets shot because he's chambering around in his gun and the other guy is ready. And it's kind of making this point that like Philip really wants to control this militia. He likes using a gun as a prop and like a statement of power, but he's not actually prepared to use his guns. They're right. a, they're an accoutrement to him. They're, he's dressing up with them. Whereas our protagonist is always prepared to use his guns. Um, and it's it's uh, it's it's just good character development because you see Philip the first time he racks his slide. It's before he goes into the pizza restaurant. And the next time he draws a gun, he gets shot because he doesn't have a round chambered. And it's just like, Oh, he thought that through. Like it, it Yeah, that's a great detail. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. Because it, it does say a lot about yeah. yeah. And their relationship kind of, to guns. Right. Is yeah. whether or not it's like it's a it's almost like a style statement. Yeah. It, I think as opposed to a f actual function. Mm -hmm. I think it's also how he loses the paintball fight, right? Because yeah. he hop he hops over the log and he's carrying this huge tub of extra paintball ammo that cracks open and spills. Yeah. So he has to like hastily try to pick it back up and then of course he gets shot. Mm -hmm. While that's happening. Yeah. It's good. It's like good he movie. decided to have a huge old fucking <laughs> yeah. bandolier of paintballs. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, everything's just real competent and it does not feel like it's, you know, they make some choices like the the the, the actual Pizzagate massacre you don't see. Like mm -hmm. they do like text mm -hmm. on screen to be like, a bunch of people got shot. Like or three minutes later or something like they, that. And they... he's like running out after the gunfight. It's part yeah. of that weird balance because the aftermath is treated comedically, uh, mm. like because uh, the the what what is the cook's name? Rico, uh, Rico is the manager's name. Manager <laughs> comes out covered in yeah. knives. Stabbed. That's the most grindhouse yeah. moment of the movie. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, just... and then Rico is a monster. There's a Kevin Smith reference. I'm pretty sure. Really? Well, he says that. Rico says um, oh. I'm not even supposed to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, that's the clerk's reference. I think. Uh, and then they're like struggling with um uh, uh with shotgun with the shotgun. It cuts. It like pans away. Blood goes back to Duncan, and he's like shell shocked, and he has a single ear on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it's such a weird way to treat that, but it's it is what you're saying, which is yeah. that everybody with a gun is almost treated like. Well, this is just the violence that they're all bringing on themselves. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of treat it in a in an almost like a, a a fun way, like it's surprisingly like comedic. Yeah, the violence beats, but that not in the militia shootout, really. No, no not like, in that's that. nasty. And not in the the end. Um, yeah, I think I mean, they, the tone throughout was kind of t like it's 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 a, it's a satire and they they toe the line of being silly a lot and i think that's just to so that they can get away with yeah. the militia mm -hmm. massacre and then the the ending in the tv studio which are both very very serious it's yeah. very interesting the way they do all that stuff because yeah like the massacre itself that you expect to be this really dark thing um like a mass shooting 
is actually it's a shoot off it's it's two groups shooting at each other is what yeah. it we yeah. learn um and so i don't know that it, it's interesting to me because it, i think it does work ultimately mm-hmm. um and so like that's it's it's a bold move it could have easily not worked i think it could have yeah. come off as like too crass and i don't think it did at all no 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 i don't think it did and i think that um one of the things i really liked about this was that the uh the the big oh shit what was i gonna say sorry no take your time man Um, yeah we got time we got time i don't know militia pizza i do want to note um while you're trying to figure that um the pizza place itself they do a thing where their logo is an eye yeah and so it's like an illuminati looking eye seeing is believing yeah, yeah it's that thing where they like they like they clearly want the audience to feel like, oh, maybe there, there be is. A thing? Yeah, yeah. And that's part of the point, which is like, no, of course there isn't, you idiots. Like, of course there fucking isn't. But like all these little things, it's like, oh, man, it could be. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's just stuff. It's just mm-hmm. random symbols. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, 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 so I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, one of the things I appreciate about this is that most of the time when there is a satire that is is in this world, it's either making fun of like modern Nazis or militia types or conspiracy people. Um, it either it inadvertently makes them look really cool or makes something look. It's kind of like like Wolfenstein, which is thoroughly anti-Nazi, making the Nazi soldiers look awesome. And so then on like Nazi Telegram, you see a bunch of like Nazis sharing images of like nazis and wolfenstein because they look cool and it makes them feel cool like even though they're the bad guys in that they think it looks like they adopt that that imagery for themselves there's not a scene in this that makes anybody look cool like nobody's nobody's handsome like the fucking our protagonist like nobody like looks good nobody's having a good time nobody looks cool nobody's weapons are very cool like they're very functional guns there's not a lot of like super modern firearms or anything like that like he's just like every every everyone is like very grounded and sad and i appreciate that from a not providing fuel to the people that you're commenting on kind of move it's a very responsible satire i think yeah the only character who's somewhat cool is duncan because he's Mm -hmm. competent with guns and they set that up yeah so that he can have this shoot like they do the thing where he's good at guns and the rest of the militia are terrible with guns yeah and that mixture makes it so that he can win in a shootout against Mm -hmm. most of them at once um realistically enough where it's like you're like yeah i can believe that yeah Yeah. um i also think it it you're right it doesn't make them look cool but like we're saying it it doesn't immediately mock them and i feel Mm -hmm. like there's 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 like potential for people who are in this world seeing this movie yes i'm not yeah. I'm not immediately picking up on what the movie is doing of being like oh okay okay i'll watch this um and like making it to the point of the movie which is yeah I you think, are being manipulated i think yeah that's the ultimate message of the movie and i think that's you know in addition to we simply nobody would be able to stomach the movie if the protagonist was a full-blown <laughs> nazi yeah. but i think like the other aspect of that is because i think part of this movie's message is to people in mm-hmm. who are mired in militia conspiracy culture and be like look this is like you're being used by these people mm-hmm. right like this is all a bad faith grift and you are being used by yeah. this machine and a lot of you can die and a lot of yeah. other people can die because of this and, and they won't say good things harm. about you after you're dead yeah 
And but it, yeah. it also just like the more of you that die as a result of this, the better the people feeding that culture do. Like the more money yeah. they make. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. We probably talk about that end scene where she's being interviewed by that guy. Yep. Who just, yeah. you know, as soon as you see the end, it's like, I think it's, it's supposed to be like she's on some 60 minute style show or something, yeah. but yeah. he also kind of looks like he might be a cop, like, but not, yeah. not really. He but bookends like, the, the movie. Yeah. His face, you can just tell like, well, that guy's going to be a lizard. Yeah, man. he looks like, like, yeah. like that, yeah. guy, that guy's going to be a lizard person for sure. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, as he's like questioning her about how much money she made from the video of this massacre when it v- went viral, um, he turns transform briefly there's like a second where she sees him as a lizard person mm-hmm, and right. then he goes back to normal and i think like the clear message is that kind of like how previous to this her boss lady alex jones had like had a gun to her and had to say like yes i still all of this is true all of this is like i will i won't like even at the thought of my own death i will not do anything but embrace the reality of this and i think it's it's i think what's happening in that scene is her like doing that in her own head like yes. yeah accepting like the reality of the lizard people um because she has to in order to make this money it has she has to treat it as it, it has it, it has to be it does have to be like total you have to give yourself to that kind of thing if you're going to profit from it as alex jones has yeah. right because otherwise yeah. she can't sleep at night and so mm-hmm. yeah she's look basically yeah what's happening is this reporter is putting her up against a wall essentially exposing yeah. her in that moment mm-hmm as being a hypocrite so obviously he's a lizard person mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's it yeah. that's yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to you have to make that conclusion otherwise mm-hmm. you have to look at yourself in the mirror and realize what you are mm-hmm. uh which is yeah that's a really it's a great ending for this yeah for that reason yeah um, I, was, I was i was watching it with uh, marina and she flat out shrieked when that yeah. lizard because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. very it's it's like it's like a jump yeah. scare it's very yeah, it's abrupt. a good jump scare too it's good yeah, makeup it's, yeah it's a good makeup yeah <laughs> Yeah, and they also just for like how good they did on such a low budget. Um, all of the all of the violence is is pretty well done. When the guy has the knife sticking out of him, it's a little bit like, of course, yeah, yeah. But they, it looks well, like they used squibs. If not, yeah. then their CGI was good. Like it, the blood, there's like blood and stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. look cheap. The gunfights don't look practical. like shitty movie gunfights. Like it looks, yeah, pretty pretty right. Um, yeah, he really this this director. Like for the what, what like about the cheapest you can make a movie. Yeah. Um, well, you don't notice the, it. Yeah. Yeah. The connection to Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Leads me to suspect Robert Rodriguez is very good at low budget filmmaking. Yeah. So I'm imagining that he uh, learned a lot from him. Yeah. And it does it does look pretty practical. It also like yeah. there's a certain pacing to the gunfights and the, like yes. again the action isn't John Wick. It's there's a it's couple like. Fast. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, it's, like, there's a couple, like, clever things that happen, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's grounded. Um, it's just people pointing guns at each other, mm-hmm. uh, and then someone fires first. The only, like, cool thing he does is he fires through the wall that one time. Oh, yeah, he does And do that's that, it. Yeah. Uh, but then again, again, yeah. it's, like, it's slower paced. Um, it's not... See, that's the thing is I wouldn't call it action. I would call it violence. Yeah, uh, it's violence. Yeah. It is not action. Like, you don't feel cool or hyped about any of the violence it's just like it's just uh, kind of unsettling um which is good it's all really well done um yeah and none of it's like none of the unsettling stuff is enough like you're not bummed out at the end of it like i was i was i immediately texted dave about it as soon as i finished it because i (laughs) I found it it was was very good yeah um yeah i like the shit out of this movie uh i i love seeing a, a director 
just just do a cool thing uh, uh, because they thought it was a good idea. I think it might be one of my favorite movies of the Trump era. Mm. Honestly, yeah, it yeah. was. This is a movie I never would have stopped and watched, mm-hmm. and it's a movie that like continued to pleasant me, pleasantly surprise yeah. me, like every single scene that happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is pretty good." <laughs> yes, this, yeah. this guy like, really thought this shit through. Yeah. yeah, I have generally the same view. I will mm-hmm. say it was a little too real for me. If that yeah. makes sense, very fucking um, real. And so, yeah. like, like as a movie, I'm so glad it exists uh, mm-hmm. for all the reasons we're saying. I really I enjoyed watching it, but it definitely bummed me out. Um, yeah, and so like it's not a feel good movie for people out there. No, uh, I think it's important for people to watch. Um, yeah, I think or it has rather a... certain people. I yeah, a hundred percent because it does the it does the what South Park did when it did uh, its Scientology and its Mormonism episodes where it like. Mm-hmm doesn't embellish it at all it's just like this is literally what pizzagate is mm-hmm. right like, this is literally what the culture is this is just the things that they are saying mm-hmm. that is uh, yeah yeah that is a big part of it is that you you if you're like us you might be like well i don't need to see that i don't need mm-hmm. that debunked for me it's not even about that it's just Mm-mm. sort of a yeah it's it sums up the sadness of it all in a really good way yeah. where like even though it's like kind of a zany comedy um or a dark dark comedy dark yeah i would it's, say it's dark very, it's very dark, there's yeah. empathy yeah. here there's an empathy and a compassion yeah. in talking about it um and that's what makes it a bummer it's, because it's, it's a tragedy not, it, it would be very easy especially if this were done by someone who i think were more like traditionally coming at it from like a political liberal perspective for this yeah. to be dismissive and it it simultaneously does not give any credence to this stuff, but without being dismissive of it. It's it, it mm-hmm. there, again, there's a gravity to it because what's it, like it is important to understand this stuff, and right. laughing at it is not understanding it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it's yeah. the yeah the pizza cake. It's the, the conspiracy is ridiculous, but these people, this culture, this mm-hmm. dramatic effect it has on them is very very mm-hmm. real. Uh, so yeah, like dismissing it is is super unhelpful. That's why like fucking the upcoming adam mckay movie don't look up is like ugh. oh i it's i'm fucking, dreading that yeah it that's seems like, like a horrible right like that's right, like that's like that's the way the to do this dimensional stuff exactly yeah. that's the way to be dismissive and just like uh, preaching to your own it's like that's like the sat kind of satire that's just like blowing yourself no. and is like unhelpful i think and that's like, also yeah part of why this is a comedy is that mm-hmm. The guy uh, who plays Duncan Plump, I don't, I don't remember his name. Um, he's it's comedic character. Mm-hmm. He's a fool, mm-hmm. but then he does these shifts where you you realize how tragic he is mm-hmm. and how much help he needs, and and so it's it is drawing people in with that promise of like, yeah, we're making fun of him. It's fun, but then it it is more complex than that. It yeah. doesn't make yeah. them these two dimensional characters and. So again, very fine line they're walking throughout this movie. It's hard yeah. to do. Yeah, like and I they, think if I you, think they did it. I, I I think so, and I think if like this director, if you were if you were to say we want to make a movie with the broad premise of don't look up and we'll give it to you, I suspect the tact he would have taken, and I think the tact that would have made an interesting movie is you like okay, there's this like you ha- you number one you have the tone be perfectly Aaron Sorkin. And there is a meteor that's going to hit the earth. And it's it's all of these well-meaning uh, politicians whose ideas are probably in line with the people watching it 
working out a way to hide this from people for reasons that seem very reasonable. And ultimately, they get everybody killed and it's a horrible disaster. And right. like, but the entire time you're actually like empathizing and you and you understand like, oh, well, I I guess that makes sense. And like, that's an inspiring way to phrase it. And then it, they get everybody killed. And then it's like, OK, well, maybe think about the political systems that you you trust your life to and the actual competence of the people in them. And right. You know, as opposed to just like, LOL, right wingers. It's about yeah. asking why. <laughs> Yeah. It's about asking why did these people believe these things? That the yeah. movie I recommended to you Robert uh, Standoff mm -hmm. at Sparrow Creek, which is another militia movie, um it explores it less, but by the end you do get that feeling of like, yeah, that is why they do this, isn't it? Like there's that aspect to it where it's like you have to you yeah, you can't be like, "Ah, they're dummies." It's like, "Well, they come from somewhere." Yeah. You know, a lot of these people might be vets who were fucked over by the government. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like the government hadn't fucked over a lot yeah. of people. Uh, and and that's sort of the Waco thing, too, in this. Yeah. Um, and so it is you do have to, like, point out when you're discussing this stuff of like, yeah, we need to know why these people believe what they believe, why they're it's in not, this place in life. And to be clear, it's not about like feeling i don't know it's not, it's not necessarily about like feeling sorry for them or being like no, oh we need, we need to understand these people it's like no but it is important to understand why this is happening yeah, yeah. and that's part of what i think was so smart about his because i think that again the, the the slightly worse version of this by a less intelligent person uh duncan would have been a vet he would have been an iraq war vet and then like oh that ah one sec shit sorry yeah, I'm not cutting this. Robert's headphones. Yeah, fell Robert's off. headphones flew off. I'm not, his head. I'm not cutting anything. I don't. No I, cutting. I think in the in the slightly less good version of this, they would have just been like, "Yeah, he was a vet," and like that's why he's fucked up, and that's why he yeah. doesn't trust the system, and like that's also why he's good at guns. But it's just so much more entertaining, while still in a, I think a more artful way setting up the aspect of its character. Like, yeah, he's David Koresh's kid. That's why he doesn't trust the government. Yeah. That's why he <laughs> believes in all of this. It's a hilarious. And you assume David Koresh's kid probably gets really into guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a hilariously unique yeah thing to do for the yeah. character well that was creative yeah yeah but I it is yeah yeah it is again it's not a problem with this movie but it is mm. they gave him such a unique backstory that it might be easy to forget that like no there's a ton of backstories that can yeah. make a person like this yeah a lot of things yeah. could make a do which is also like the other militia guy could very well have done a number of the things that he did just right. would be less competent yeah. um yeah fucking uh, uh the pizzagate massacre yeah I, I, check it out it's pretty yeah. good check it out it, yeah the, all right my biggest criticism of this movie mm -hmm. and i don't know how they can avoid this is its title because yeah. the title is repellent it's yeah repellent. It's, I and i yeah i think i wonder how much that's gonna hurt them um, yeah yeah i don't know what else you title it but i did I don't not know expect either. this to be the movie <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that i watched with that title yeah for sure I was kind of uh, expecting it to be like Iron Sky, and I would turn it off 15 minutes in. Um, right. And I still and have never like, attempted to watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those well, movies you put on thinking this might be amusing, and then you, no, it's not. <laughs> that That's the interesting thing about this movie is, yeah, the marketing, the... Um, it's the Pizzagate ma Massacre. It's the, yeah. it's the fucking all-seeing eye, like the, the Illuminati mm -hmm. eye pyramid with a lizard person's face behind it in this mm -hmm. grindhouse... Uh, a style and the tagline is the most bizarre crime in american history that never happened and i honestly think that the people who are like oh hell yeah 
and click on that are yeah. going to be so bummed. Which yeah. maybe that's the point that you yeah. want to get a bunch of people who think like this stuff's rad to watch this movie and be maybe think about stuff like I, if if that's honestly what the director was going for. I don't know that it worked, but props to him. Yeah, um, but yeah, like on IMDb, this has a 4.2 out of 10, and mm, I think it's because of that. It's That's it's, unfair, yeah. I, I think I also, I read something that there was like a kind of a, like this guy got oh, death yeah. threats and like yeah, yeah. there's there's an online response to it and it's Ooh, because yeah. it's That's politicized. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously. I well, mean, yeah. of course it is. Every, every yeah. all art is political. Get that yeah. out of your head right now. Well, if you yeah. Think yeah. Otherwise. But this is, yeah. this is like, yeah, very political. Um, it is it is extremely political, but again, we keep saying this like not in the way that usually means. Usually that means like Saturday Night Live Alec Baldwin sketch. Yes. Right? Yes. Like it's not that kind of political. <laughs> I would I would argue yeah, it's a difference between I would argue that in 20 years from now this movie will still be a movie. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, it yeah, won't yeah. be something that's so out of its time that people won't be able to enjoy it. Yeah, um, like I think and 20- so yeah. That's key, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. 20 years from now, this will be a good movie to show a 20-year-old if they're like, why did shit get so wild back in the, uh, the right. 2020s? Like, why did things go get so fucked up? Like, well, let's watch this movie. And yeah. you can ask some questions because this is a pretty good picture of like the 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 social trends that fucked a lot of stuff up. Right. Um, yeah, you show them the movie and be like, so that times like 100. Like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of these people. That but yeah. the president. Yeah, yeah, that but the president. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, shit. Any other mm-hmm. final thoughts about this? I feel like we... I think we nailed it. I think no, we killed it. I think we it. nailed it, yeah. We're so this, good this, at this. This shit's dope as hell. Watch it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I would say watch it. Just be prepared for the fact that it's a bummer. Yeah. Like, that's it's that's all. It's bleak and violent. Watch it early. Don't watch it like before bed. Watch it early in the day where you can then like put on some bullshit that'll make you feel better. Um, that's all. Yeah. Um, yeah, Robert, thank you so much for bringing this to us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for Uh, agreeing on like a two day notice. Like, you just want to record a podcast about this weird Pizzagate movie? No, literally any time you have. Yeah, I was going to say any. We get to we get to chat with you about stuff. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, maybe next time <laughs> oh, we'll it? finally do Churchill: The Hollywood Years. Oh Christ! <laughs> mm-hmm. The movie where Christian Fuck. Slater plays Winston Churchill. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I'm just <laughs> I telling think the we watched it. Yeah, we I did. I we definitely showed it. you guys yeah, that movie. <laughs> you definitely made us watch oh, that. <laughs> uh, Nev Campbell and Christian Slater as Winston Churchill and the Princess of England, <laughs> and is... the current Queen of England is Nev Campbell. <laughs> Who fucks with Christian Slater? Great movie. That is one of the most fascinating fucking movies because (laughs) it's a movie that it feels like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like I every time I'm like, like, surely that movie doesn't exist. Yeah. No. Like it sure does. Yeah, it's like a. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It uh, super exists. It it definitely (laughs) exists. As does this movie, which I recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Robert, do you do you want to do you want to plug some stuff? Where where can we uh, where can we get get more I mean, Robert? If you type my name and podcast into a search engine, you'll find a bunch of shit. The only thing I really want to plug is my novel After the Revolution is going to be up for presale on at AK Press. I think you can pre pre order it now, um, and it'll be out early next year. Uh, so Ooh. go check out AK Press After the Revolution. You can you can find some shit. There will be signed copies. Check it out. Cool. 
I fucking love AK Press. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. They do Sorry, great when shit. I was a little yeah. dirtbag punk, I used to get shirts from them all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing fiction imprints now. They also oh. published Margaret Killjoy's A Country of Ghosts, which is awesome. Really nice. good Nice. All right. Yeah. yeah, people check that shit out. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, I'll tell people quick that we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. You go on there, you pay you pay $5 a month, you get a bunch of exclusive podcasts, like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our new one, Spielboys. Woo! Uh, yeah, you can check that out. We watch movies with our patrons every Friday night as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah. So so put your peepers on it. Uh, we also have a store. Mm-hmm. Head over to employee.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have cool original artwork and designs. You can get in all kinds of stuff like T-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters. Uh, check that shit out. Yeah. Do and it. Go on, go on AK Press. Man, I had an Animal Liberation Front shirt from this mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Oh, sounds man. about right. 